Welcome to Podcasting for Their Reasons, where ABC brings us new drama. And we've got a whole lot of new analysis to break down for you. That's right. And we have drama. We have one more week of Claire before we get to where we're already already here for. I honestly, I hope it's not one more week of Claire. I hope it's just ten minutes of Claire, and then we can we can get over this long national nightmare. Yeah, be finally over. Yes, hopefully we can. Hopefully we can push through to one segment of conversation and then move on. Yes. So, but hey guys, I'm Ramardia. My name is Brendan. It's good to have everyone back. Sorry this is late, you know, with the episode coming out on Thursday, we had to do our best to find time to sit down. Yeah. So this is the first chance. Finagle some some election scheduling, which let's be real, that took up a lot of all of our lives. So Absolutely. <laughs> and honestly, it's the election's fault that we couldn't watch this on Tuesday. It's true. It's true. Man. Man oh man. But we're here and we know who won that. So let's figure out Who's going to win Tasha's heart? That's right. Well, first of all, we have to talk about who wins Claire's heart. And we're that we're doing that for a few more minutes. Oh, gosh. Fine. If we must. <laughs> if, <laughs> I fluctuate uh, so hardcore. Episode... The pendulum swings so hard and fast for me. Like, sometimes I'm like, Claire, oh, my gosh, I believe in soulmates and love, too. And then I'm like, Claire, get out of here. All right. So... Now I'm kind of like, Claire, just 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 go. Or we could recap this episode your way. Uh, Tasia shows up in the last five minutes. Uh-huh. And we're done here? Yep. We're done. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. So we start the week. I feel like I say this, have said this for three weeks in a row now. We walk in. We start the episode. Kitty and the guys are pissed. Uh-huh. Kenny was speaking some truth this week. All episode, man. He was He was, He was. was on it. And, <laughs> and also, then, I didn't realize that he was a boy band manager. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did not realize that. Who's he a manager of? And I should, I should re- because I heard this on somewhere else, you sh- that should be rephrased to a boy band cover band manager. Okay. He manages so then a he's like not a boy like band the, cover band. He's not like the, the manager of... I just realized I don't even know boy bands anymore. I, I wanted to any. say like NSYNC, but then I was like, that's like 85 years ago. <laughs> I think the last one was One Direction. Oh, who's the who's the K-pop band? Oh, what BTS. Okay, I almost said B fifty two, but that again is so like, <laughs> BTS. <laughs> like time has stopped for me. I don't know. I don't know relevant boy bands anymore. I don't really think that there are a lot. No, it's just so sad. This generation is missing out, but. Oh, well, Kenny's not. He's the manager. <laughs> He's so, the manager yeah, of the Kenny sad, was, sad group of the, of the past. Kenny was laying down some truth in this episode. He was gloves off, you know, um, cards on the table. Kenny was like, hey, I'm going to get my screen time. Even though I didn't get my screen time with Claire, y'all are going to know who I am this week. Absolutely. <laughs> but let's, so we start the episode with Chris. He's going into Claire's room. Clearly, he had just left and hustled from a production meeting. Um, yeah, straight up hustled. He was out of breath. <laughs> and then he he comes in and moves the chair to sit by her. Yeah, yeah. Just when like, he was okay, like, "Can we rearrange the furniture?" <laughs> like, this is not planned. He was not playing around. <laughs> and, and this was not planned, or else they would have had the chair already moved. Yeah, that's what. That is what. 
made it feel super real to me. The moment he moved the chair, I was like, oh, shoot. And then when he went back to her the next day, he also moved the chair. He moved the chair, too. Yeah, I love that the chair move was what what stood out to us in this. Well, because it's making it seem like they're all making this up as they go. Mm -hmm. Because they're just like, oh, well, we got to move this chair to make the shot better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, um, the way he came in, though, the way he came in and he was like breathlessly like, hey, can I come in? Okay. (laughs) I think there's like, uh, yeah, I guess so. Right. Like, she's like, I was just talking about you. No, no, no. You know, but yeah, he, the way that he handled that first meeting, I was like, oh, shoot. And when he told her not to BS him, not once, but twice. I was like, this is not polished Chris Harrison. No, this is this is Chris Harrison who's like, we gotta go. We gotta get this, you know, boop show on the road. Because the entire production was crumbling around him. Now this like, is you when had some pissed off guys in the house. This is gotta, when Chris makes his money. Because mm-hmm. there is Wells couldn't have done that. Oh no. Oh no. Like this, this Jojo could have okay. Jojo would have done it, but she wouldn't have done it as well. This is where Chris yeah. really shines. This is, and you know what? I I will say, and I have my complaints about Chris Harrison and how he stirs the drama. He's always so like, oh well, this is the most dramatic se- season yet, or the most dramatic episode ever. I felt like Chris Harrison really was living living his hype. Like in that moment, he was like. Oh crap! This is dramatic. Oh crap! Let's quick turn it around. Let's right. let's hustle. You know, and in that moment, I gotta say, my appreciation for Chris Harrison has been restored. Yeah, it took all of this falling apart <laughs> for me to be like Chris Harrison, not even wearing a suit in his like button down in his jeans. Like, hey, can I come in? You know, like breathlessly trying to like right. hustle from house to house chateau to chateau you know right i was like chris harrison respect no for right. sure he definitely i'm not it. i'm not gonna hate on chris harrison anymore because i like the way he handled this so then chris sits down and he, he's like well the guys are frustrated and confused basically mm-hmm. because as you, they should be everything you've done since you came here is in the exact opposite of what you're supposed to be doing here, mm-hmm. which was yep. giving everyone a chance and seeing if anybody could be your person. Mm-hmm. You came in yeah. here knowing who your person was and have completely, almost completely ignored everyone else. And that was, I thought that was super interesting because like one, he did ask her flat out, you know, did you guys have any sort of communication or relationship outside of the house? Because once that quarantine hit you know and they had to shut down filming Mm -hmm. then it's like you know you really don't have any control over what somebody does when they go home you know because that first was it that first night um that had been filmed like in the mansion and then they went home i don't think they filmed anything i think that i think everyone was just getting there oh okay okay because if they filmed the first night that they didn't show anything from it right I because I was kind of confused about that when he was saying that like they the filming got shut down and then they had to go home. Well, they probably I don't know. Maybe it was crew. And they, stuff. Maybe they had. Maybe they might have had everybody there. Yeah, like they may have had Claire, the guys, production, all the 
all the camera people, audio people, everybody was there. Mm-hmm. And they've been like, okay, well, we got to shut it down. Yeah, that's true. And then they had to quarantine there, probably. Like, they had to actually quarantine on the on the premises, maybe. No, because they couldn't have done that for... They didn't know... They didn't even have a plan yet. Because they started out a Bachelor Mansion in March. See, that's what... Like, I, I need to... I, th- like, I, think, they, of, I think everyone went to Bachelor Mansion. They realized uh, they couldn't do this. So they sent everyone back. Yeah. And so, but she had it, met him, though. She had I, met I, him. I don't know. That's why I'm like... I'm trying to detective, like, Columbo this right now. I think some <laughs> of them... I think Claire hadn't met any of the guys. The guys might have met some of each other. Okay. Hmm. And I think that Claire hadn't met anybody. Because I remember hearing in the past that they say when they get to Los Angeles, they put them in a hotel room for a few days by themselves Mm -hmm. to get them, like, needing the attention and wanting to talk to people and wanting to be a part of something. Yeah. And then they start filming. To have their, like, emotions all ramped up when they start. Yeah. So they could have been there for a day or two in that part of that process and then they just hadn't made it to filming yet. Yeah. Well, I think that either way it was interesting because when he had asked her though, he asked her point blank, you know, and he's like, Don't BS me. And this is his don't BS me once, you know. Um, number one was do did you have a relationship with Dale outside of this house? You know, did you guys have any sort of communication? Because she started talking about how you know, she started looking at all the guys' social media. She was studying them. How every time she came across Dale's social media, he just really stood out to her. So she came into this knowing. She came into this with an, an interesting upper hand that other bachelors and bachelorettes do not have. Correct. They do not have time to do homework mm-hmm. like this. And it's unfair. It is unfair. No, and, for I mean, sure. I know that they can't have controlled that necessarily, but it is like this, her having access to their social media also played a big part in the crap show that we just saw and had to go through for four weeks. I think what they should have done is they re- the minute they realized that filming was canceled, they needed to take down the guys off their website like, well, and yeah. then like message like E! News or get a hold of like E! News and Entertainment Tonight and stuff and be like, hey... For the sanctity of the season, can you remove your posts about the guys? I don't know, though. Because if I was a news outlet, would you do it? Like, I don't if, think I would, if, but Bachelor ha- ABC has to make an effort. I mean, it's true. It's true. But if I was ET or E! News or something like that, I'd be like, well, I have the scoop, though. I right. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but also, Claire, so, should have, Claire should have had some more respect for the process. Right, because she... I mean, let's be real. I mean, what? We've all, like, we've all been there. We like somebody in real life and we stalk them on social media. You know, yeah. you meet somebody and you're like, what's up? Or something like, <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, you're no longer a bachelor, but I'm still a bachelorette. So anytime I meet a guy, I'm like, what's that Instagram look like, though? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, but I'm also not legally bound to a show that, and up, trying to uphold a season. I'm trying to uphold my own season every day. You know? yeah, <laughs> Nobody's filming there's it. Just, <laughs> there, are some, there are some steps you have to take to because you are the lead of a television series. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And there are some, you're like, okay, well, I will get my chance to meet and assess for myself all these guys. Mm-hmm. And I think also, maybe that is something missing. Like, they had never done, done they had never dealt with something like this. A global pandemic breaking out in the middle of a season, um, having to shut down like they did and delay everything. So there's going to be some mistakes. There's going to be some yeah. missteps. If, if, during the next pandemic, um, they'll know what to do. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> not fingers crossed. <laughs> um, but I think that they definitely should have maybe had her sign something or something and say, yeah. you know, you're not going to have any contact and you're not going to... Um, you know, do any homework, yeah. you know, not, like, not because she clearly had built up an assumption of who Dale is and was felt that connection to him. And then when he stepped out of the limo, she's like, okay, he looks good in real life. Just like he does in the pictures. Now he's like 3d, you yeah. know? So she already had hit. Mm-hmm. She already knew that she liked him. Yeah. He already had the upper hand. Yeah. And so whether they had, like, whether they had communicated or not, um, yeah, it was already, it was already out there. Yeah, it was, it was something for sure. It was not, it was, uh, it's kind of hard to put into words, like, how I feel about all of it. Because, like, it was just, like, it was such a weird, it was such a weird situation. So yeah, well, I can say how I feel about it. It sucks. Well, okay, yes. That, but, like, there's, <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. It's. It was such a frustrating thing to watch. We like, I feel like we were the guys in the house waiting for stuff to just unfold. Like, are you going to send us home? Are you going to go on? Are are we going to go on another date? Are you going to come in and apologize to us? Are you going to apologize to us as the viewers? Am I still going to be left sitting on the couch with these guys? You know, like I felt like they were me. I was them. Like their frustration was my frustration. Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) And, uh, so we continue to see her and Chris talking. I was super impressed by Chris because I couldn't tell if he was like, I couldn't tell he was how he was feeling. And if I was Chris, the only emotion I would be showing was I want to throw you through a window. Yeah. He really was doing a good job. Um, oh, Romeo, the cat is here to complain about all of this as well. Um, but so hopefully you guys can hear him yelling. Um, but yeah, I think that he did maintain his composure. He was very mm-hmm. professional. Yeah. But off camera, I would have been like, you are ruining my show. <laughs> I built this show and you've ruined right, it. Right, right. I've done this for 18 years and you were just dismantling the whole thing. Yeah. So then he, he says at the end, this process for you, is it over? And she says, yes. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, congratulations. Yeah. You've blown up the, the bachelorette. Yeah. And she had just been talking about being in love with Dale and wanting to just be with Dale and not kind of not thinking about not knowing what she was going to do. Um, but yeah, so he, so she was over it. She was already yeah, she over was it. Done. I think she was just looking for an out. Yeah, she was Because done. if Chris hadn't asked her that question, though, how much time would she have wasted? How much of our time would she have wasted? Weeks, maybe. To be, because she, let's not forget, she really did want to be the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. She really did She's want even this said, She even said in that episode, I've wanted this for so long. Yeah. So how long would she have dragged this out to have her cake and eat it too? 
That's what I want to know. I'm furious. Would she have been willing to be like, okay, peace out, guys, if Chris hadn't called her out on it? You know, what would have had to what would have had to have happened? I don't, I'm furious, so we're just gonna move on. I can't, <laughs> I can't with this right now. So uh, we cut back to the guys. Uh, they're all confused as and talking about how, and they're basically planning what their moves are for tonight's r- cocktail party and rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then Chris walks in and says, "There will be no cocktail party or rose ceremony." And the guys are the look of disappointment on their faces. The uh, look of yeah. Romeo is behind you at the moment. Hello, Romeo. Come say hi. Come complain about Claire. What do you have to say? He's walking away. Yeah. He's just showing his butt, guys. You can't see him, but he's just showing his butt. He's pissed. <laughs> he's like, I'm just looking for Tasha. Can we get over this crap? <laughs> so, so as the guys are frustrated, Chris asks to talk to Dale outside. Mm-hmm. And then Chris tells Dale that the reason there is no rose ceremony or cocktail party is because Claire only wants to spend time with you. So why don't you go get ready Dale's, for a date? What? How did you feel about Dale's reactions? This entire episode, the person I felt the most bad for was Dale. Uh-huh. Because how many times did Dale say, I'm excited to have the t- rest of the time here to work out how we feel about each other? Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, I guess I'm proposing tomorrow. Um, yeah. Like, Dale. It's like I, I okay. We'll get to it. We'll get to the proposal. And we'll get to like the 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 sped up process of life itself in this whole ordeal. But yeah, like Dale's reaction though to me when Chris tells him Dale can I talk to you and takes him outside and is like Claire wants to have more time with you and he's like okay. Like I feel like he was trying to be like reserved. He was trying not to be like. Oh man, I am the best suited dude. Right. But at the same time, though, Dale's probably got he, he had to be confused. He had to be like, okay, so yeah, I'm the chosen one, but also I'm gonna have to go back home and see my friends again, and they're gonna crap all over me again. Mm-hmm. Like there's there had to be that added stressor of like, if I have to walk back in there and see these dudes. Like, that's so anxiety-inducing. Well, thankfully for him, he didn't. Right. And he they meet for dinner. I'm kind of confused at what time this day of days this is. Because if, right. if this is any time before 5 o'clock, then that's unnecessarily early to tell Dale that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and the fact that he had been gone when you cut to the guys, and they're like, he's still gone. He's still gone. Yeah. So it's like, how long... How long was it? How long did they stay up? How long was it that like he they found out that the, the rose ceremony and the um, cocktail hour wasn't happening? That Dale got you know escorted out, you know, basically like picked up by aliens and it disappeared. Now, how long has he been missing? How long? How long should they let it go before they file the missing persons report? The next <laughs> the next morning they said he'd been gone eighteen hours. Like that, right? So, like, why what, did they feel like they had to give Dale a makeover? You first, know, first they of like... all, you have to you have to wait twenty four hours before you can fill out a missing persons report. So they were close. There was they were close. close. They might have been like trying to figure out like what is this man? How like how old was he? Like, where does anyone remember where he's from? Right. Oh, they know everything about Dale because like that one dude said he wouldn't shut up. So they know everything. 
That's true. <laughs> but uh, they have dinner together, and they... I don't know if you caught this, but did you catch how eerily similar Dale's parents' story happened to be to Claire's parents? Yes. They both happened yes. to hitchhike to see the other person, Ernie. Isn't yes. that crazy? It's so crazy. It's almost so crazy. like Dale might be full of crap. Okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> when, so... I've said this before to you and I've said this before to like all of you listeners out there. I believe in true love. I do. I believe in love at first sight. I believe in soulmates. I really, really do. Um, And I believe in weird coincidences, you know, or not really coincidences, but I believe that things happen for a reason. So, you know, when things like that happen or like um, somebody's like, oh my gosh, me too. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like this is like something cosmic maybe. Um, but when you're on a TV show and you research someone's life, you know, or you hear, I don't know, like, I don't know, or like you just talk or something like you, you orchestrate a moment. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. Moments can be orchestrated. When Dale said that and she's like, oh my gosh, like my dad did? Like my dad? Okay. okay. I'm Do like, you, okay. Have you ever watched NCIS? Yes, a bunch of times. The the lead guy, Mark Harmon, who plays Agent Gibbs, he has a list of rules. And my favorite rule that comes up the most often is rule number 39. What is that? There's no such thing as a coincidence. Right. There is no such thing. There is no uh, such thing. When I saw that on Thursday, I'm just like, my BS meter. Beep, 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 beep. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. Detected. <laughs> and, right. And Twitter caught it, too. Uh-huh. Bachelor Nation Twitter was the like. The way he told the story. I didn't believe the way he told the story. No, all, all of his, all of what he said was I'm just like, but like, at the same time, now that I'm thinking about it again, like, he has to get other people to be in on that lie if he's going to make that a lie. So it's either, okay. it, it is either a quote-unquote coincidence or he's going to try to get people to lie for him. And that's the weirdest thing to lie about, though. Yeah. How you know, like how met, your like, parents met. Or like how your how your mom, how your dad proposed to your mom. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a that's a really weird. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, well, I'll say that for the end of the episode. I'll reserve my final thoughts. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I definitely detected that as well. And I too am an NCIS fan. I just never knew that a uh, a rule was ever repeated because I don't watch it that often enough to recognize rules. <laughs> uh, I've seen every episode like two or three times. It's so good though, for sure. I've like, watched it. I'm with not my gonna family. lie. Pre-COVID, I watched it with I'd my family when it was like I watched it live with my family. I watched it by myself once, and now I'm watching it with my wife. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like pre-COVID, I, it was nothing for me to go over to my parents on a Tuesday night, and they they're just watching NCIS and I'd be like, oh, who died? You know, freeze frame, black and white. Like, we'll go to a commercial, come back. <laughs> <laughs> to a different random freeze frame that necessarily didn't apply to what was happening in that moment. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my my BS meter also went off and I was like, what? Okay, I'll come back to that. 
but I definitely felt like I was very skeptical. I feel like, okay, I feel like in that moment, Claire was like someone, <laughs> and I don't want to be mean about Dale, because this is probably, this is this might be true love. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> I wanted to be, because I, I need to believe in it. Um, but I feel like in that moment, Claire was like a wide-eyed, naive woman who was like, I found love. And Dale is like swindling her. <laughs> She's a college freshman at her first frat party. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I felt like he was like, he was like, I'm going to research everything about you. And I'm going to take just a little bit of story and then twist it. And you'll be like, me too. Well, I hope not. <laughs> I know, but I know. I she, don't think it's I don't think it's that I don't think it's that bad. I don't think that Claire is gonna get all of her money taken from her or anything like that. So don't hear me say that, guys. I'm just saying I think that that story was a little too far fetched. It, it was definitely something. But <laughs> they continue to have dinner. Uh she says how much she thinks about him and the reason that they couldn't have the guys couldn't get a rose the night before was the fact that she'd already given him a rose and that's all she thought about was him. And just like, so, gosh, that's so man. Yes. And then he is, I think he's slowly starting to realize how deep this is. Mm-hmm. And he's like trying to do just enough to, to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says I she's think... falling in love with him and he mm-hmm. says she, he, he is too. And I just, I think he was, I think he really, really liked her. I think mm-hmm. he probably was going to fall for her. But I also think that he didn't really have much of a choice in that moment. No. Because if you say no, you're a douchebag who just dumped or broke the heart of the oldest bachelorette who has just wanted to be loved forever. And the season is over. Right. Because she Cause she's not going to go back in there and be like, okay, guys, well, that one didn't work out. But Right. <laughs> like She's not going to go in oh. there and tears streaming down our face and say that Dale's left and we're going to go ahead and start the next week's worth of dates tomorrow. If Dale had left, if this had gone the other way, she would have been a hot mess. Like, they would have just been like, let's take her out on a stretcher. Let's end the season. <laughs> They would have been, I, they would have put somebody in a in the ambulance and it would have actually been the lead this time. Right, right. But whoo man, can you imagine if this went the other way? I mean It would have been a lot more wow. interesting. I would have had a lot more I I'll say this, I I would have had a lot more fun. Oh yeah. It would have been very interesting. I would have been like what plot twist? How is this gonna? <laughs> how's twist. this gonna land? He doesn't love her, and now you're alone again. Oof, man. But they talk for a little bit, and then they uh, make out at their table, and then they walk over to a place where did you recognize these people? Or did you not know who these who these people were at all? Oh, I did not know who they were. I didn't listen. I, I didn't watch. Listen to your heart. These were the winners, Chris and Brie from Listen to Your Heart. Okay. They Did were, they find love with each other? Yes. Are they in love? Yes, they're okay. in love. They didn't because it was a shorter show. They didn't do an engagement or anything. But they like, were so it was like normal life. Yeah. <laughs> but they were the only couple to like seriously be like, "This is it." Like, really? I found my person. 
So that song then is really about the way that they found I each think other. That's, I think that's one of their original songs from their album. Gotcha. Okay. Because that's they cool. released an album of all the songs that they covered on the show. Mm-hmm. And then with a few originals. I gotcha. Okay. So uh, they start to dance, but then they eventually just start making out again. Yeah, and anytime that they start making out, I'm like, okay, all right. Like, I'm not uncomfortable with PDA. I'm not uncomfortable with other people's PDA necessarily. But whenever Claire and Dale are together, I'm like, oh, like you guys can't see my face, but I'm like real cringing. Like, I'm like, is this like, I'm uncomfortable? Is everybody else uncomfortable? Should we leave? Honestly, how many makeout sessions does a cameraman have to have? Before they just stop caring altogether. Right. Because these I... camera people. Like. I, I'm just picturing a cameraman. At that 40 minute makeout At the last episode. Just the oh whole time. Gosh. Zoomed in on him. Zoomed in. And just like I can't. <laughs> right. Like what do you do? And like also like. It's also COVID times, so there's probably only one dude in a camera or one woman in a camera just being like, okay, this is awkward, but we have to, like, social distance, and we can't, like, have a whole crew in here. Yet it's just, like, uh, like it's just you guys on the bed, and it's just me here. I was going to say it's your- probably worse with the whole crew, but it's not. It's worse with one it's, person. It's worse, if, it's worse if it's only one person. <laughs> because you know that it's person. It's a thousand percent worse with one person. <laughs> I wonder if they have specific cameramen for that that they pay a little extra. They're just like you're you're the makeout cameraman, and he. If he, I he just, yeah, if he, I was a camera, if I was a camera person, I would definitely be like, pay me overtime, even though I'm working within the the regular work time. Pay me overtime. <laughs> Hazard pay. Hazard pay, but just call it uncomfortability pay. Yeah, yeah, some sort of like discomfort compensation or something. Yeah, they, <laughs> They make out in front of the in front of Chris and Bree, which I couldn't imagine doing in my entire life. Making out weird. in front of a couple that's playing a song for me. Yeah. I, but Claire Claire is like completely tunnel vision when it comes yeah. to Dale. I really do believe that she does have and maybe Dale too, but I really think that Claire is just like she just wants to like eat him up. I mean, like, every time she's with him, she's just like, boom. Yeah. All right. And so she's got super tunnel vision. It doesn't matter. The president oh. of the United States could walk in and she'd be like, hi, bye. <laughs> Are you Dale? No. Well, then where's Dale? Right, right. So, I mean, man. But uh, she, uh, <laughs> they go back to her room. And thankfully, this is kind of where our need to watch them ends. Yes. Thankfully. Thank the Lord. <laughs> These so, dogs. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> so we we start the next uh the next segment with them together in the bedroom. They cuddle together. Claire says she doesn't want him to ever leave. But then he leaves. <laughs> it's so like that, Rose when she's like, I'll never let go, Jack, but bye. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. Enjoyed it, but I'll see you later. <laughs> so then Claire uh, Claire gets dressed, and Chris comes back, and they talk about the date. Uh, he tells, she tells Chris that she said she loves him, and he said, of course he loves me too. I'm just like, unless more was said about your love after the cameras left, 
Then what uh-huh. he said was, I'm falling for you. And that's what you told him. Bingo. Like, that's exactly what I thought, too. I was like, that's not what he said, though, Claire. That's he's, not. He said he's <laughs> unless, falling like, for he you, said, too. Like, unless those cameras were shut off and he was like, I do love you. That's exactly what I thought, too. I was like, wow. So Claire is hearing things that all of us are not necessarily hearing, <laughs> you know, or maybe she's just telling us more. But yeah, when she was guaranteed, like, I love him. Yeah, I told him I love him. And does he love you? Yeah, he loves me. I was like, okay, maybe that's what you heard. But again, this is the process. Yeah. He's falling. Right. He's falling. He hasn't fallen completely. He's head. He's heading in that direction. But he did not say on camera until later. But he did not say on camera at that time that I love you. Yes. That that's the crux of the situation. That she didn't say I love you, even though what she meant was I love you. And he didn't right. say I love you, even if that's what he meant. Right. I feel like we're lawyers right now. Like we're like dissecting this Semantics. whole case. <laughs> so uh, uh Chris lets him know that the next step is obviously proposal. Okay. When he like how did you feel about this? How did you feel, Brendan? How did you I just need to talk to someone sane about three episodes and some craziness. You know, I, I, how did you feel when he was like, logically, the next step is proposal? <laughs> what I saw in my mind was that scene from Anchorman after the fight gets out of control and Will Ferrell says, boy, that escalated <laughs> that quickly. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, I, I thought they were just going to leave. <laughs> I thought they were just going to leave. Like, okay, we'll sh- set up a chateau on the other side of the facility for you guys. And every week or so, we'll get that poor, unfortunate cameraman who watched you make out. And he'll go see how you guys are doing. I 100% did not. I did not anticipate that he was going to say proposal now no, th- tonight <laughs> this is what i think happened chris had a series of conversations off camera with claire and dale before he said something he looked at claire look you have ruined this season you have ruined my show and you have kept me from golfing you will be proposed to tonight and you will say yes i don't care if you break it off next week on this camera on this campus you will say yes and claire says oh okay and I believe. The same I thing believe. Dale. He I goes, honest, he goes, look. I honestly do believe that 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 is probably what happened. <laughs> and he told Dale, "Look, she ruined this show. You really seem to like her, so you're going down with the ship. You're going to propose tonight. I don't care if you want to. I'm Chris Harrison. I'll end your life." <laughs> like I just, oh my gosh, when he was literally like, the logical next step is proposal. I'm like. Wait, <laughs> but we've only had three episodes and this crap show. Like, what is happening right now? Like, even if I knew that somebody was my soulmate and I'm on a show like this, I don't even know. I Like, I honestly don't know. If I knew, if I knew a guy was my soulmate, would I still be like, well, it's been three days and I'm going to marry him now. I'd probably be like, I know, but let's build on this. Let's build on this now. Yeah. We know where it's going, but let's build on this. But like I can't. Oh my gosh! I think and what, she's like, I think when is what this they happening all, tonight? <laughs> I think what they had all realized is that Claire was not going to pretend any longer, 
mm-hmm. and they needed to get something, some sort of happy ending out of this and shove her out of the way. And but they could have just sent them on their way. They could have just been but they, like, hey. they needed time. Tasha wasn't ready. She had to pass her tests. So I think they just, well, we got to do this crap because we need more time. We need another day. I guess that's true because, yeah, how do you you flip that around? How do you turn that around so fast to be like, you guys have dinner. You guys have breakfast together. You guys have tonight to propose while we fly her on the red eye and then get her to get her bachelor. Well, she was already in Los Angeles, wasn't she? Doesn't she live in LA? Oh, Oh, yeah, she did move to Los Angeles, didn't she? Yes, yeah, so she, she already lived there. I don't know. She probably was like, "Okay, drive down here. Can you be here in two hours to take mm-hmm. your first test? And then, then tomorrow, when we get the results, we'll give you another another test. And if you pass both of those, you're in." Right. That's true. That's true. It had to be a rapid COVID test. It had to be like, man. Because I took a rapid. The rapid only takes like takes like fifteen minutes. And they and then you know. Yeah, you know. Really. It's less accurate because it's rapid. Right, that's what I was like. I've heard, I've heard that it is less accurate, but I mean, you knew, and you, you're speaking from experience. <laughs> well, the, the rapids were back in July, back in June, um, when I had gotcha. bronchitis, when I thought I had COVID, yeah. but I just had bronchitis. Mm-hmm. But so we, he talks to Claire now. Claire, not very good so far at hiding her emotion. Is clearly quite excited about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hug and Chris leaves. There wasn't really a whole lot of discussion. She goes, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll accept the proposal tonight. And he leaves. And then she goes and uh, she goes and talks to the guys. Tells sure them that did. they're all. I feel like after waiting eight, like eight years, they're still sitting there on that long sectional couch. <laughs> just being like, Could you imagine they just like, all fall asleep there the night before? Yeah. I feel so bad for these guys. No, they, they, these they, guys they... literally just got such a. Such a bad, a bad hand. And that's why they brought in a better bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So they Somebody that should have been the bachelorette to begin with. But that's none of our business, I guess. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that meme. <laughs> that's none of my business, though. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she goes into the room. She tells them that they're all amazing guys and that she was open to meeting all of them. And she just found what she was looking for in Dale. And she hopes that they all find love, too. The guys are bummed. Uh, Blake is convinced that he's going to break her heart. Yeah. Blake was Blake was a full-on range of emotions. Him and Jason. This episode, it was a rough ride for Jason's them. Jason's is... I believe that Jason's is like... The genuineness of a person who's done something he doesn't do. I think right. Blake's crazy. You think Blake is crazy? I think Blake is crazy. The steps, that he t- the steps that he mentioned that he took before the show even started, before they'd met, were crazy. Yeah. Like, he said Wait, he bought oh. those books? Yeah. That's well, cra- I mean, I don't think that's, that's crazy. That's a crazy person move. That's not crazy, though. Before you, met, <laughs> before you met somebody? I mean, he learned about how her mom had Alzheimer's, so he was trying to, like, research, like, I don't know. No, that's... I don't know so you're telling crazy. me you met a guy... You've never met him before. He found you on the internet. And let's pretend in this situation your mom has some rare disease. Mm-hmm. And he bought a book about that rare disease so that when he met you for the first time, assuming he was going to be your husband and would be able to, with the information from the book, help your mother out when you were married. 
before he'd met you. That's kind of weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. But I mean, it was out there that her mom had Alzheimer's. It's not like it was like some but sort of you like. You just read an article about how it affects people. You don't buy a book. <laughs> You're like, that's next level, buying a book. That's that's the, you buy a book when you're engaged. Okay. Okay. That's legit. That's legit. Or because... if they had just left, if they had left the bubble together, engaged mm-hmm. or not, then you say, hey, I'd like to go get a book about Alzheimer's so I can learn how to help your mom. That's yeah. a nice move. You don't say, hey. I bought a book in case you love me so I could help your mom. I think that I feel like he was a, a lot more emotionally invested than like, cause he was already making moves. Like, you know, he was the guy that reached out to her yeah. and broke the rules. Mm-hmm. He was, um, and didn't he break the rules because he saw her like going through a hard time? I think so. Or something yeah. on social media or something like that. I that's, think so. see, that and this is what, these like yeah these rules like you know they should have just not been able to like look at each other's social media it should have just been shut down or something i don't know but um he reached out to her and then and it was like bold move number one okay cool and i was here for it i liked it you know Mm -hmm. i was like i'm liking that blake yeah when he decided to bold move number two and show up even though he lost that game, yes. show up and go try to make out with her, <laughs> interrupt a date, and just be like, hey, can I have five minutes? And I forgot who it was, but the guy's like, but didn't you lose? Right. <laughs> I will never forget that line. But didn't you lose? Um, And then try to kiss her, and she's like, whoa, hey, all right, nope. Um, So then I was kind of like, oh, gosh, Blake, you know, man, you're, you're kind of kind of shaky on shaky ground but then she gave him the rose and she was like you keep making moves and i like it um but i feel like he was very emotionally invested he was the guy that was like i really like this girl i could be falling in love with this girl and meanwhile that girl is not even she's like he's a nice guy he sits behind me in class yeah no we we had lunch together in the cafeteria once or twice like Mm. that's what that was and he's like head over heels jason legit you know she did get him to open up he did open up old wounds for her during his therapy session date yeah so that's legit like he i think his was like i don't open up a lot i'm gonna try my best for the sake of love he found it very easy to and then he was like whoa you know because when you open up like that you're like hey Maybe this person is onto something. Maybe I am onto something with this person. But yet again, Claire is like, bye. I like Dale. Like maybe a week and a half later. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. And also, also though, do you think that that style of date that she had with Jason was a little too intense so early on? I thought of that day. I said it when we talked about him, just like that's not a first date. Yeah. That's a yeah. That's a hometown the week before hometown's date. Mm-hmm. When you're when like you really like someone and you could tell that they're closed off and you need them to open up to see if this is a thing. hmm So that really does mess with somebody. Yeah. So I can see that's how she's like 
he probably was like, she chose me for this date because she really likes me. Mm-hmm. And I feel a connection with her. I feel comfortable enough to open up. She's opening up to me. He's probably like, okay, for the sake of, you know, like finding love, this could be something real. I'm going to open up. And then only to have her be like, oh, sorry, not sorry. I actually love this dude over here. Yeah. But thanks for opening up. Bye. Yeah. Like that, that's, oh, yeah, that yeah. takes a lot. I feel bad for him. And this is and this is the part of the this is the episode where we part of the episode where we really start to see Kenny more. Uh, yeah, Kenny, Kenny came alive. He was like, "I'm not throwing away my shot." <laughs> <laughs> Kenny asked Claire if they talked before the episode. She once again says, "No, absolutely not." Mm-hmm. Uh, then he says, "Well, then you owe all of us an apologize and she apology." And he says, "And she says for what?" I'm just like. Are you serious right now? Like, there are so many things that you need to apologize for. And he said, mm-hmm. for wasting our time. Because all of us have been sitting up here basically for d- days on end. And you knew who you wanted on night one. And we've all just, it's just, we're just here. Absolutely. And then like, this is when she gives him one another one of her speeches. Oh, uh, apologize for wasting your time. But I'm not going to apologize for love. Right. How you apologize like, for being a jerk? Oh my gosh. I'm so tired of Claire's speeches. Sorry, not sorry. Like, goodbye. Like, like, I know she's going to so give a speech tired. tomorrow, though. Like, just get off your soapbox now, Claire. Like, I get it. You know what you want, but she's like always telling people, I'm a woman who knows what I want. I'm a strong woman who knows what I want. Okay, yeah, that was like what was exciting about this. Yeah. But now it's like, if you keep having to remind me, it's just annoying. Mm hmm. So yeah, but yeah, she didn't. She didn't want to apologize for love, and Jason kindly does say, "As you shouldn't." Yeah, you know, and I, I was like, okay, that and that's legit. That is legit. Don't apologize for who mm-hmm. you love or when you fall in love. How fast you fall in love is if it's love, it's love. But if you leave a wreck behind you, like apologize for that. Yeah, no, for <laughs> apologize sure. for hurting somebody. Like yeah. apologize for wasting time. Come on, Claire. But she's like, I'm sorry for what? Yeah. She, uh, so we kind of in that portion, she gives everybody a hug and then she just leaves. And then we cut back to Chris who FaceTimes Neil Lane and says, yeah, we need that ring today. Mm-hmm. And Neil's like, today? Oh, okay. You know that Neil was like, I am on vacation in Cabo right now. You give me that call. Like clearly Neil, I feel like Neil was just like, what the heck? I've got at least seven more weeks before I have to see your face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the minute they get off the phone, Neil calls them back and is like, yeah, I'm in the Maldives. I need you to call right. Richard and Richard will bring it over. But you think Neil Lane, the Neil Lane, just sits in LA on quarantine? No. I haven't been no. to the shop in weeks. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. You got you to gotta call Richard. Richard will get it to you. He's like Richard can get COVID for all I care. I don't, but I am Neil Lane. I need to survive. This. Look, Richard's like, getting. No. Richard will get the commission for this ring. If he gets COVID, he'll be fine. He'll survive it. He's young. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Lane was like, Neil Lane was like, heck no. The look on his face, he was like, tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, in his mind, when he said we need that ring, he was thinking, I'll just overnight it to you. He goes, oh, okay. Right. Well, overnight isn't an option, I guess. 
Okay. Yeah. No, but for sure. Neil Lane, again, was all of us when he found out it was happening tonight. It was like, uh, Neil Lane was also the way that Dale reacted. Dale was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so let's get into that. Chris goes to talk to Dale. Chris asks Dale how the date went. And I love how the contestants tell Chris what happened. Like Chris doesn't know. Right. He's like, yeah, we were we had a good time. We were able to spend some one on one time together. I'm just like, bro, he knows. He knows. He knows. He what knows happened. your life. <laughs> he know. He knows where you were born. To, like he knows. He knows the minute you were born. He's like, this man's gonna ruin my life. <laughs> exactly. He's like some sort of oracle. <laughs> right. Chris <laughs> like, oh, I know. I know what you did last night. You nasty. <laughs> You're yeah, gross. But we're not here to talk about that, are we, Dale? <laughs> Talking but, about how uh, you're going to make her an honest woman now and marry her. <laughs> he goes in and he tells Dale that Claire just broke up with the rest of the guys. And Dale Dale's starts face. laughing. Dale's face. He's just like, oh, okay. Like, of course she did. Yeah. Like, she's just, <laughs> just all about laughing, this. Like, that crazy Claire. <laughs> <laughs> Making decisions. Knowing what she wants. And then he's like, you're going to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, my he, gosh. Dale laughs, and then Chris tells Dale that Claire will be waiting for a proposal. <laughs> and Dale's like, uh, huh? A, a proposal? <laughs> this man who the night before said, I, sorry, the day, that day, that morning when he left, he says, I've really enjoyed my time. I can't wait for the rest of this to build our relationship. To build a relationship. Dale did not know that they were leaving. Dale, Dale was probably like, Okay, this is a done deal, but we still got to talk some stuff out. There's some still logistics that probably need to happen. Like There's... her middle name. I Exactly. Like there are, there are so many things. There are so many things that Dale was probably like, we're just going to work through this. It'll be cool. We'll What's get the dating process. Like, can I know My... anything about this woman? Dale, yeah, Dale legit was just excited to spend more time hanging out with her. He knew, she, he knows she's the one. He knows what he feels for. But now it's like, well, let's take some time. And now Chris is like, you're going to propose to her tonight. Yeah. Surprise. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't propose to my wife 24 hours after I knew that she was going to be my wife. I was like, oh, no, no, there's no need to rush this. Like, we're good. Mm-hmm. It's like, when you know, you know. And then you just know for a bit. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, okay, like let's, let's figure out the other knowing part. <laughs> That's fine. We can know without other people need to know that we know. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, my goodness. Wow. This is like, this is happening tonight. He wasn't even like, take some time to think about. Did he ask him that? No. Like, because he asked the guys later on, you know, when all this stuff happens. No, it was, like, it was never. Take some time. It was never this a conversation. Was, it was not an option with Dale. And that, for me, was the most uncomfortable part of this episode. And also, that... the guys discussed it, too. They were like, I feel bad for Dale. He's probably like, I like this girl, but does he is he ready to marry her? The, there was definitely some things that happened in this episode that I was uncomfortable with on just a human level. Mm-hmm. That that Dale doesn't have doesn't get twelve hours to just even decide if he wants to propose. He was just told he's proposing. Mm-hmm. And he's that, like Claire's waiting for a proposal. Yes, tonight. 
And the other the other one was that we'll get to later was that the guys were not given more than a day to figure out whether or not they were good to go for Tasha. Right. And that most is not guys, only insulting to them, also to Tasha. Most because it's like deal yes. with the aftermath. Yes. Most of the guys were fine. Because most of the guys were done with her anyway. All but two of them had completely moved on. Right. They're just like, like Bennett was ready. Bennett was like, bring in the next girl. <laughs> Bennett and Easy and Kenny mm-hmm. were like, great, who's next, you know, next one up, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kenny was just pissed because of the level of disrespect <laughs> that yeah. they got. Mm-hmm. Um, Bennett was like, I have not even gotten uh, like more than like two looks from this girl. If there's another girl that's coming in here, great. Like, <laughs> Bennett was just like, let me polish my shoes. Let me get out my best suit <laughs> out of like 800. Let me pick my best suit. We're starting this thing which all is- over again. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Chris, which one of my 400 pairs of shoes should I wear with this nice suit? Like Bennett, the way that Bennett looked, Bennett was like, okay. (laughs) That's fine. We're starting this again? All right. Like Bennett's going to come out the gate with like another, a new attitude, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited to see how how Bennett shines. I'm excited. I'm excited. I will say that I, while I was listening, so I was telling Ernie before we started that I listened to a two-part episode on Caitlin Bristow's podcast, Off the Vine, with a two-part episode with uh, Hannah Brown, which is very good, so I recommend you check that out. And and in between the two parts was week three's recap with Katie, Katie Morton. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, she was saying she also thinks Bennett will go far for the same reason. Really? Because she thinks that she's also getting JPJ vibes. Okay. So I'm just like, yeah. okay, this is coming from someone who actually knows John Paul Jones, who's yeah. friends with John Paul Jones. So if what if what we're seeing from Bennett is giving her the same vibes that we think we're seeing, mm-hmm. then maybe this will be a thing. I really hope it is because I feel like Bennett deserves something. I feel like Tasha likes quirky guys. He's good enough. Like he's <laughs> almost sounded like that SNL skit. Like you're good enough. You're smart enough. And gosh, darn it. People like you <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I'm, but I'm like, that's Bennett, you know? And he's, he, he's, he's like the full package. I feel like yeah. he's not just some douchey smart guy. Who's from Harvard. He's quirky, you know? He quir- he's quirky and he owns it. Mm-hmm. No, for and sure. I love that, you know. And so I really hope that she sees that. I do, and I want to. I want us to see more of Bennett. I think we will. Like, I think we he, will. He's such a treasure. So, ben- yeah. Bennett was too much a part of the season so far for him not to be a part of that season mm-hmm. because of how little he was a part of this one. Yeah, so you don't make yeah. someone shine that much that isn't going to be a part of the next part of the season when they weren't a part mm-hmm. of the first part. Yeah, yeah. And easy, too. I, lo- I really, I just really like easy. Yes, I, I like easy, too. He seems so cool. But, uh, so they go and they're going to, Claire's waiting for uh, good old Dale in the uh, mm-hmm. fantasy pre-picked proposal spot. Gosh. But before we get onto that, we're going to take a break with some news and notes. News and notes. News and notes. <laughs> <laughs> news and notes. News and notes. Right. That'll, that'll just be like the, the, the news and notes theme. 
Uh, the only news and notes I have is that we have a couple of uh, Bachelor Nation engagements to announce. Yeah. We have uh, Derek Peth, who had a relationship with Demi on the last yeah. season of Bachelor in Paradise, has now and found a fiancé with model Saffron Vadhir. Good for him. So. I'm glad because Derek just wanted to find love. He also had a thing with Tasha, remember? I think he wanted to have a thing with Tasha. But does it, they kind of had a thing, but then she was like, I like JPJ. Like, that's why the JPJ-Derek fight broke out. Oh, that's right. I was thinking that mm-hmm. that was quicker. Yeah. I like, forgot and about Derek, that. Derek was like the standard choice. Don't question and my she was intelligence, like, mm, I like Derek. <laughs> you can't question his intelligence, Derek. But, oh my gosh, that was such a great fight. <laughs> but but Derek is now engaged, so he will not be participating again in Bachelor in Paradise, hopefully. I, I hope not. Hopefully I, his I Bachelor like in Paradise him. days are over. And we also have John Venmo John Graham. Yay. He got engaged to uh, Brittany Noel. I don't know who either of those people are. Brittany Noel is you not... You don't know Venmo John? I don't. Benmo John, I think he was on Hannah B season, maybe. Um, that is not a name that sounds familiar to me. Um, I don't think what? she had a John. Um, let's see. Hang on. So, I literally just looked up Benmo John. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was on. Oh, he was on Becca season. Okay. So right before, yeah. right before I started mm-hmm. watching. Yeah, he was on Becca's season. He was a really nice guy. I did really like him. So I thought he was cool. Um, yeah, so that's really exciting. Um, my only news and notes, kind of what we were talking about before, was that a little bit of deets on Tasha's season. Apparently there's a new uh, trailer out there, which I couldn't load up before this, so I have not seen it. So it was good. you guys will be ahead of me. Um, but there's a new, se- there's the new trailer for Tasha's arrival. Um, and apparently she does say, I love you to multiple men who those men are. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Is it Bennett and Jason? My two favorites. I hope so. <laughs> we will have to see. Because I, I too would tell them that I love them. <laughs> I don't really see how she falls in love with both of them. They seem very different. They do seem very different, but that's, that's what happens. It's the name of the game of life sometimes. I guess so. I mean, you know, it's hard to have a type. Um, but yeah, so apparently she tells several people that she loves them. There is some drama that is like right out the gate. So with our girl, Tasha, um, and her dad apparently is very disapproving of something that goes down. So, and I will say as a person who watched the, the, uh, the trailer, there was people I did not recognize. So they are definitely bringing in more people. There are people that yeah. they were people that I recognized in it. It looks like there's going to be a split of guys and maybe some, uh, I would guess, some sort of beef between the new people and the old people. Really? I would not be surprised. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think that, would, that just sounds like something that would happen. That there's some I'm... issue between the guys who already have been through something together and have formed a relationship. And then the new guys, you know, by process of not being a part of that, kind of form their, mm-hmm. own, their own group. I'm just also... Um, concerned by the previews, and we'll get into this a little bit later, um, but just I'm excited about, I'm excited but I'm concerned as to how quickly they can fall in love 
with Tasha after yes. Claire has been there and wasted so many people's time. Yes. Anyway, news and notes. News and notes. <laughs> uh, we're back. Claire is waiting for the engagement spot. Chris comes to talk to her and says that uh, they're all proud of her and good luck. And then he goes. Oh my goodness, that dramatic pause though when he's like, "I've got something to tell you," and she's like, "Oh my goodness." Because she did, he did it specifically for the cutout, so that they could I, in a preview have Chris go up to Claire and say, "I have something to tell you." And this is the kind of crap that Chris Harrison pulls that I'm like, oh gosh. like literally, I was laying in bed, like I told Brennan, I took the day off today. I'm laying in bed, the sun is shining, I'm watching The Bachelorette, <laughs> and he says that, and I'm like. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? I also love that, like, I've also been trying to watch this episode over the course of the weekend, and I've like, been, like, able to complete it fully today. <laughs> so literally, when I say that the election took up so much brain space, I literally also had this Bachelorette thing going on, like, during the weekend, right. too. It's ridiculous. Kind of squeeze that in, too. Yes. <laughs> um, so Chris talks to Claire, then he walks away. We cut back to the guys. Uh, Blake can... Blake and Kenny are, I don't know how much it's Kenny or more just Blake and Kenny just agreeing with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're convinced that Dale isn't ready to move as fast as Claire. Right. Which is probably a true statement. Uh-huh. They would goes, know. They live with him. Yeah. And Chris And goes, they said he never talked about, like, engagement right off. Just talked about how much he liked her. Yeah. And then Chris goes to get Dale, and he goes and proposes. He gives a speech about, uh, she gives a speech about what, how much she means to him, how much he means to her, and all the things that he loves about her. He basically says, I love you, yeah, same, same, I feel the <laughs> same way for the same reasons as you feel the same way about me. That's what I want. I want, if I tell a guy I love him, I want him to respond with a, a general overall, yeah, same. <laughs> Samesies. That's all any of us are looking for. Just a, yeah, sure, same. Yeah, same. Let's do this. <laughs> then he gets down on one knee, and she goes, this is happening, this is happening, you're doing it. I'm just like, Claire, you basically, you and Chris made him do this. Mm-hmm. He says, will you marry me? She kisses him and says yes. And then he goes to stand up, and then she pushes him back down to put the ring on her on her on her. When finger. that happened, okay. Once again, Brennan, how did you feel when that happened? I just, you know, I'm starting to think that Dale, Dale did this to himself. Congratulations, Dale! You played yourself. And now I'm just Rats, like, well, I can know. no longer feel bad for you because you did this. You caused mm-hmm. this. And so the moment that she, the moment that she pushed him back down, and it's not like he was very high off the ground, so it's not like she, like, shoved his face into the asphalt and was like, no, no give me my ring No, she pushed her first. shoulders down and foot back but to the like kneeling she, position. <laughs> yeah, but when she's like, no, 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 put that ring on my finger, and then says, I've been waiting for this for a long time, or something that are, like, long enough, or some, something alluding to the I fact would be that, like, girl, like, you've been, been engaged, though. You got engaged on this very program. And no one talks about it. He never brought up. No one Pablo can't get enough it. screen time. And they right. don't even mention this man's name. No one talks about it. Everyone remembers, though, Claire. 
I remember, and I didn't even watch the Winter Games. I know his name. I wasn't a part of that. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what was his name again? Benoit. <laughs> Benoit. <laughs> because poor, he poor was Benoit. the one. He fell. He had a thing with Annalise on the island. Uh, Annalise. Are they Annalise. basically the same person? What? Are Claire and Annalise basically the same person? They virtually are. I literally can't think of them separate. <laughs> and maybe he, so ben, maybe so when he Benoit proposed to Claire, he thought he was proposing to Annalise. Yeah. Benoit definitely has a type. Okay. <laughs> whiny blonde women? Oof, I mean, he said Sorry, it. Sorry, whiny, but whiny it's fake blondes. Ooh, I mean... Benoit definitely has a type, and I do think of Claire. I do think of Annalise when I think of Claire. Because when I found out about Benoit, I was like, wait, didn't he propose to Annalise? But no, he didn't even propose to Annalise. He broke up with Annalise, and Annalise was like, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. <laughs> oh, my God. He broke up with Annalise and proposed to Claire. Whew. But that was that was insane. Um, but, yeah, so she was definitely engaged on this very network and a variation of this very program. But she's like, I've been waiting for this long enough. Um, when she said that, I was like, girl, girl, you're so crazy. that man back down. You're crazy. Uh, like, honestly, though, I was like, you're, you're making the rest of us. This is why I was just like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Because don't, don't make guys think that we're the girls that are like, you have to put that ring on my finger now. <laughs> like, oh gosh. And, uh, tell me what you thought of this. If you even noticed it. At the end of the when so they cut back to after they're proposed they kind of do like a a weird both interview together just in the middle of mm-hmm. the uh, the courtyard there. And That's Claire usually says, the moment where they cut go back and then they're like they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> Claire Claire said I've known it for a long time, and Dale said I accepted it. I accepted it. I accepted <laughs> it. Claire he said, said I accepted it Claire twice. Said, Claire said again. She said. We've known this for such a long time. And he goes, I accepted it. I accepted it. <laughs> like, that was, that was a hostage crisis. That was, that was This is where you're like, up. like in those, in those movies where the, uh, the hostage is like reading the demands and they're trying yep. to spell out SOS with their eyes. There's a code. That SOS. was his code. <laughs> His code was, I accepted it. I accepted it. I did not choose it. I am not. I am no longer making my the, own choices. That was a statement of a <laughs> beaten, broken man. Claire and upset. Chris broke this man on national television in front of everybody. And not once, but twice, I accepted it. <laughs> I accepted it. <laughs> and for Blake and Jason... And anyone else who liked Claire, you freaking dodged a bullet. Because you would and be, you would have been broken too. She she is a she is a horse trainer, and all she does all day is break break mares and break <laughs> stallions. Like no, I am you belong to me now. She wanted what she wanted, and she got it. She was like, I'm gonna come in here. And, like, we're going to reiterate the fact that I'm the oldest bachelorette, that I haven't settled, that I know what I want. And she set her eyes on Dale, and she was like, I want that one. Dale was like, cool, I really like this girl. She's super strong-willed. She's really great. And, I, like I said, I do believe in soulmates. I hope that they are soulmates. I hope that those stories that they shared about their parents are weirdly true, because I love weird love. (laughs) 
But my goodness. But statistically, it's unlikely. Right. But when he said, I accepted it, not (laughs) once, but twice. Like, once again, if I, I, all, I don't feel like I would feel great if someone is just like, yeah, no, me, same. Like, I, (laughs) I love you too. And then also, if I'm like, I knew, like, I knew 100% that he's my soulmate. And he was like, I accepted it. I'd be like, shut the camera off. What is happening? I'm not about to accept you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I accepted it. That's the title of this episode. We accepted it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaning leaning more towards Claire and Chris broke Dale. Claire oh my gosh, Claire and Chris broke Dale, Dale and, and we accepted it. <laughs> we accepted it. Claire broke <laughs> Dale and we accepted it. Oh my goodness, though. that Yeah, that's exactly, I caught that too, though. I caught that and I was like, whoa, man, this is a rough ride. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. That's my favorite part of the episode. Yikes. Just to see a sad, sad Dale forced to propose and be engaged to someone. Oh my god. After knowing her for after spending as what as I Joe put it, what like two hours with her. Honestly. And Blake even was like, he's not the one. He can't be. It's too soon. They're all sitting in there thinking super logically, like, we haven't had that many. Like she kept canceling the dates. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way that she would know. (laughs) But there you go. There you have it. So uh we once again see the guys shepherded into that main room where they always sit. Did you notice that? How the camera was like, had them all like filing in. I'm like, I can just yeah. imagine producers like, all right, get up, get in this room. What's happening right. today? Don't worry about it. Just get in the room. These poor guys. I would get to the point where I'd be like, y'all are having me walk into this room and sit here on this couch only to be like, sorry, things are canceled again. <laughs> Stay there though. <laughs> Stay there. Somebody will come talk to you. <laughs> so, so the guys come in and Chris comes in to tell them that, uh, Dale proposed, and they left together. And Blake and Jason, heartbroken. Breakdowns all around. Rushed. And the guys are just like, whoa. If I'm a guy, I'm just like, that sounds like a terrible idea. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what the rest of the guys were thinking. They're like, this sounds like a terrible idea. But yeah, what does they that were mean more mad that this was over, and that they were like, we quarantined for this? And then Kenny goes, so Chris, what do you think of all this? And Kenny, and I'm Chris loving like, Kenny. I'm loving Kenny in the straight shooter. And Chris is like, well, this has never happened yeah. before. My goodness, though. Like, <laughs> this whole thing, man. It was just such a mess. But the way that he told them that Dale proposed and they're gone. You know, like you didn't even get like a, a see you later. They didn't even get to stand in the chateau door and wave. Right. You know? They're just like, yeah, they Y'all left. Y'all come back now. <laughs> they left about uh, about 1030 last night. After like, aggressively they just had making, to find out. They aggressively made out in a courtyard for about 45 minutes and we had to ask them to get in their car and leave. We oh, assume that they made it. They have not checked in yet. Just, like they just sent them out to the real world. That's it. And then uh, that's it. Chris says the guys that were cheated, obviously, mm-hmm. and that sure they're bringing were. in a new bachelorette, and they all need to decide by the end of the day if they're going to stay and meet the new one or go home. All of them, everyone but Blake and Jason, had decided before he finished the statement, "Stay or go home," that mm-hmm. they were staying. 
They're like, you had no emotional or romantic yeah. connection to Claire. And the 45 minutes that we spent together and 30 minutes of that was talking about Dale. And like I said, like Bennett was just like, break out my new shoes, break out my new suit. I got a new girl to get. <laughs> Bennett's like, let's do this I can again. imagine walking, Bennett walking up to Chris and be like, uh, you've known this girl. Should I go with my teal suit or my mint suit? I'm going I, with one of them, oh but gosh. which do you think that this young lady would prefer? I totally believe that he would ask young lady too. Yeah. He would say young lady. <laughs> so, uh, oh my goodness. We, and then we, so we get to the next segment and then we have the guys start following into the room. Blake, Blake is in there and then people are like, yeah, I'm not sure if Blake should be here right now. <laughs> and then Easy's like, I don't think Jason's coming. And then Jason walks in and he goes, hey, you're here. That's my roommate. I love Jason's Jason's reaction, too. He was just like, yay. Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> like he was super cool. Like, he was like, I don't know if I want to be here, but I'm showing up. Probably just to hang out with my dudes and see what new girl's rolling into town. <laughs> and Easy's like, yeah, I didn't know if you were coming. He, he just shrugs. He's like, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was coming either. Yeah. Like, Jason legit is like, I'm just here to see what happens. Yeah. Just here to I, see what happens. I would like to take back my statement of my favorite thing that happened this episode. My favorite part of this episode now was when Jay said, Jay or Ken, uh, Jay or Zach, they could be mm-hmm. twins. I have no idea which is which. One of them said, I don't even know if I'll be physically attracted to this girl. I'm like, I think it was- they, they brought you a bona fide Disney princess. We all know how attractive she is. She's yes. 10 times as attractive as Claire has ever been. You will love her. I can guarantee it. I 100,000% when he said that, I out loud, I was watching this by myself out loud. I said, oh, you will be. <laughs> I almost. Oh, you will. I almost laughed when I heard him. He was like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to love her. She's amazing. Right. Like, she's going to walk in. Like, hopefully, you know, but again, like people, you know, sometimes the most attractive person is not the person for that person, you know, so. They could just be like, oh, well, she is beautiful, but not for me, you know? So, which would be crazy, but because one, yeah, not only is she super pretty, but like Chris said, she's like incredible. She's smart. She's wonderful. Yes. Tasha Adams is wonderful. If I'm a guy in that group and I see Tasha walk in the room, just like, we lost Claire and got Tasha. Say less. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, come on. This is what this is what I thought I was getting six months ago. I'm so excited about. I'm so excited to see the reactions when she walks in, though, because they like obviously some of them have watched the show. They probably know who she is. You know, they, they were, um, they, on the pre, they showed a, the preview, like the long trailer. They mm-hmm. showed a couple guys saying like. Like, she's super beautiful. Like, she, mm-hmm. like, and I think it was Riley said it's getting a little hot in here. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, because Tasha's here now. I think that, that's my worry, though, because, like, on the trailer, or the previews that they showed, um, you know, they're they're talking about how, like, how hard it is to flip that switch, though. You know? Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, but, what, I what I expect to happen is that there will be a couple guys that after a conversation with Tasha, just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I expect yeah. Blake to just not be able to do it. I expect Jason to just not be able to do it. And I expect one other person to just not be feeling Tasha for whatever reason. 
Yeah. Either they don't find her attractive, they didn't really like her on yeah. Colton's season. For whatever reason, I think there's going to be three to four people who leave. Mm-hmm. And then that's why they bring in new people. Because they, have, a couple, they that... have enough people leave. Yeah. That they're just like, okay, we can't we can't leave you with 11 guys. Like, yeah. that would be so rude. We have to bring in new people for you. And that, oh, I just couldn't. That's so much pressure for her, you know. And but for we them, see too. Her. Like, this we is a lot of pressure see, on everybody. Yeah. We do see her, though, because, like, the guys are sitting on the couch. They're waiting, you know. And Chris is like, he hypes her up. He basically is her hype man, her opening act, you yeah. know. Like, he all but basically rolled out the red carpet and was like, ladies and gentlemen, you know. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. Like, he didn't do that. But, like, it's basically, like, he's like, well, next time, next person that walks through those doors, see me the next bachelorette. And um, I just love the look on, like, Bennett's face. <laughs> yeah. I keep going back to Bennett. But Bennett is just like, this is my time to shine. <laughs> I'm ready. I can just imagine Bennett being like standing up and just like waiting at the door. He's like, right. What's up, Deja? How's it going? How's it going? Um, but yeah, so he goes out to the limo, and you know, there she is in all of her wonderful Tasha glory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love how we're basically the Tasha fan club. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, this is this is officially a Tasha stand podcast because she. It's just that she's just. She, it's not even that she's just so pretty. It's just that she just exudes wonderfulness. She's you know, so, like like from the conversation that she has with Claire when she gets at, that he ha, she has with Chris when she mm-hmm. gets out of the limo. When she's like, she's like, "Hi," and she's like, and he's like, "How does like how does seeing him seeing seeing me make you feel?" And mm-hmm. she says, "It makes it more real, but it makes me feel calm, like I'm not being punked." Yeah. I mean, she just laughs. I'm just like, you're just such a sweet person, man. I know. She's just so delightful. And so it's hard to imagine that some of those guys will be like, hey, listen, just not feeling it, you know, or hey, you're not Claire. So um, so I, I hope that that is she's able to go into a fair situation and it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm not pretty enough, or oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not clear, you know, yeah. or I'm not meeting these expectations. Yeah. So But he 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 says hi to her, they talk Chris her and Chris talk for a few minutes, and then he tells her that this is a he tells her this is a great group of guys mm-hmm. and basically says how excited he is for her. And yeah. they both head and then she he goes, All right, well, head on in. And then we get a yeah. to be continued as she walks into the room. Yeah. So now we get to do it all over again. Yeah. Um, only they're not getting out of the limo and her standing on the sidewalk in front of the house. It's her walking into the room and basically meeting each one of them, which yeah. is so strange. Mm-hmm. It's so strange that that's going to have to happen. But that's exactly it's not them yeah, it's not the traditional her getting out of the limo. Yeah. Like, that's what's, man. Which I kind of, <laughs> it would have been funny if they were like, okay, guys, let's round up. Let's go in your limos. You know, <laughs> let's Everyone's roll like, up again. Everyone stand up, age order at the door. Come on, let's go. <laughs> um, But yeah, so now we'll just have to see. But I, I am so excited. I just, and as we talked about before, or maybe it was you and I chatting, I don't remember, but we're going to see Claire again next week yes we're gonna catch up with her and dale and they're gonna ask them once and for all if they told the truth about 
being in contact with each other while in quarantine. They're probably going to lie you know? and say they weren't. Right. And even even Claire said during this episode when she's like, people don't believe us, you know, oh, like, I'll take a lie detector test. And I'm like, I still don't believe you, though. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I just, I don't. Only, I just... the only people who keep bringing it up or are people who are trying to convince themselves that what either what they did was okay or that their lie is okay. Yeah, yeah. And so if it's not, if they're not lying about it, they are trying to, like, feel okay about the way that this went down. Yes. And the way that you just basically blew up this entire season. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, we'll see. But I just, I hope that we don't spend an, a ridiculous amount of time with uh those two like i want if it's more than than two segments i'm gonna lose it like this is getting ridiculous yeah the bachelor clearly this was all planned out beforehand because bachelor they clearly aren't doing this on the on the fly because Mm -hmm. then they would see the bachelor nation just does not care Mm -hmm. they have checked out on her and they have checked out on that portion of the season right right like i'm so ready to move on there there are people who are just like i'm i'm ready to that they're just like, I'm not even paying attention to any of this because I just don't care. Like, I just want to no. get to, to the real part of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm really hoping that they don't force us to hang on to Claire any longer. No. You know? I, I th- I'll check I in with her on social media, but, like, let's move. Hopefully we're done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I am just so excited for Tasha though. I'm thrilled. Um, before we go, though, Brennan, I have a question for you. Okay. Um predictions do you think that um claire and dale will make it hmm that's a difficult question because unlike every other season i've seen all of them you know all the three Mm -hmm. that i've seen there is a continuous buildup of a relationship that i could watch form and there was just so much unknown about these two individually and how they are as a couple. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much in the sense of I just don't. I think it's going to go until Dale says it's over. Claire is not going to let go. No, I don't think so either. So it will go on as long as Dale wants it to go on. Which hopefully is annoyed with Claire I am. Hopefully, that's for the rest of their lives. And if it's for the rest of their lives, then we don't have to see them again. I hope that they, if it is for the rest of their lives, I hope they are genuinely happy. And it's not just to hang on to Bachelor Nation fame. Because now, Claire's fame has been revitalized. And so now she is like the oldest Bachelorette. She came back from years ago. She's now, now it's like, she now we know her, and he, all those that didn't know her now know her. I, I just don't think that they're gonna trot them out because of the disaster that this season has been and yeah. the vitriol that Bachelor Nation has shown both of them. This is not gonna be a JoJo and Jordan or oh, a no. Tanner and uh, who's he who's he with Tanner and Jade, J- Tanner and Jade. Mm-hmm. Or even a Hannah G and a Dylan. This is not going to be a couple that they continue to bring out to do things. Mm-hmm. I think this is a couple that they're going to say, yeah, we'll we'll bring you out for things and then never bring them out. 
I don't know. I mean, because of the extraordinary way that she has found her hopefully soulmate, if it works, they could be a testament of like this show, honest to goodness, works magic. If I get yes, but also it totally relies on what Rob Mills and Mike Fleiss and Chris That's Harrison true. feel about actually mm-hmm. how it went. If yeah. they in their guts think that they're lying to them, that they won't be back. If they Do you think believe- that, if they think that like, yeah, they actually didn't if they believe them and say that they didn't talk beforehand, then they might. But if they think that they broke the rules and won anyway, then they're mm-hmm. going to want to tuck them away. Do you think that, like, I read an article earlier that Chris Harrison says was nobody's mad at Claire. Um, do you believe that? No. I know. Not for a second. Not for a second do I believe that nobody's mad at Claire. I, I think, think that... that there's at least 16 men that are mad at Claire. Mm-hmm. Chris and the 15 guys that were left. Yeah. I just don't think I... that there is a way around it that they are frustrated with Claire. They and she like she says she always she does what she wants though and she did and, stick to that I'll give her that and I think that this will this took a good opportunity for bachelor producers to have an older attempted mature bachelorette and I think that's going to push them to a younger bachelorette and that's because that's they're gonna unfortunate as, to me they're going to see this as oh. We we took a chance. We took a chance, an opportunity to have an older bachelorette, and it blew up in all of our faces. And she was too quick to pick someone. She ruined the season, and we had to bring in a backup bachelorette. Why would we change? Why would we do it again? Mm-hmm. I hope that's not the case because I think that even if they pick somebody that is like middle middle thirties or you know like early thirties, I hope that that is still. I hope they keep mixing it up because I don't always need to watch the 22 year old fall in love <laughs> or, you know, like, I think the 22 year old brings the most drama, brings the most drama for sure. But look what Claire did. And she's in Yosef's words, almost 40. <laughs> Which I mean, technically she is, but this was Yosef. Yosef, like he needs to get out of here with that though. My goodness. <laughs> That's like somebody and, telling me you're almost 35. I'm like, cool it, dude. I'm 33. Like, don't round that far up. And as we've continued to say week in and week out about Yosef, true, true statements, bad vessel. Right. He was spitting truth, but he was the wrong person to be saying it. He was very much the wrong vessel. So oh, I think, Joe. I think it's, I really, I hope that. They find a comfortable age range of 25 to early 30s mm-hmm. for future bachelorettes. And I think that there's this is going to they're going to start looking deeper at their bachelorettes because they should Tasha this season would have gone on Tasha from the beginning this season goes off without a hitch and she's still she's still 29. Is she? I thought she was 30. Whatever. I mean, huh. she, she's late 20s early 30s like she's not you're basically like i just told you round up (laughs) (laughs) whatever whatever age she is like there's a different level of we need to stop looking at age and think about it as a level of maturity that's required Mm -hmm. for a bachelorette yeah and i think tasha's got it tasha's got it they thought 
they were picking an older bachelorette and Claire. And I think that they were hoping that there was going to be a correlation between her age and her maturity. And they're showed they're not to be one. Absolutely not. So I think that that's going to be a, they're going to start looking at more maturity in terms of qualifications for, for future leads, but they will have a lot to pick from with this next group of women, because I'm assuming Mm -hmm. the Madison's and the Hannah Ann's and the Kelsey's will continue to be in the mix while they bring in all the women's, all the women from that season. Goodness. So yeah. Um, over or under 10 weeks. Flirtation. For no, for um, for Claire and Dale. Oh, what do over. You I, I th- over. I think. I, th- if they make it, this is kind of my theory on a lot of bachelor couples. If they make it past the two-year mark of them keeping the ring, then I think they make it. Okay. I think Becca and Garrett are the exception because I think that they were broken up before they announced it. Yeah. Yeah, I think they that, were. I think that couple. I think that relationship was already done before they announced it. Yeah, because there were months of them like trying to quote unquote figure it out. Yeah, but yeah, I think it was. I think it was done too. I think if they. I think if there is a lack of rumors about them on the rocks, up until the two year mark, and they reach the two mm-hmm. year like if two years from now, we're like, yeah, Claire and Dale still together, and I think they're staying together. I hope they do. Just like I said, I believe in I believe in the soulmate kind of love, and I hope that she didn't jump the gun and be like, "That's my soulmate." No, it wasn't. We will have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, anything else? Well, there you have it. There you have it. Do you have any uh, predictions on the top three of who's remaining? Like, if you had to, if you had to rank the top three of the guys remaining, obviously, we know from the preview that there are new people. Mm-hmm. But of the people that we know about, do you have a, a top three? I would say, hmm. I know who I want it to be. Okay, I'm not we'll, sure. We'll, if it's... we'll give you we'll give you two lists of three: the three that you want to be the final three, and the three that you think will be the final three. Okay, so I think I want it to be Jason and Bennett. Yes, and maybe Blake. I don't know about Blake now, though. Get him off my screen. I don't know. Dude's crazy. Get him off my screen. Right. Like, I hopped on the Blake train early, and now I'm kind of like, let me just, like, whatever the next stop is, I'll just get off. (laughs) Well, at least you did. I'll find my way home. At least you didn't make the the, the poor decision in another Bachelor podcast that I listened to did of making Blake their favorite for the next Bachelor. Yeah, no. And he he goes, and they're like, you made him the next Bachelor. He goes, I regret that. And we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, no. And I like day one, I was really into him. Um, I'm still into Jason. And I think I'm going to have him on both my lists. My want and my prediction. Okay, I so think you're Jason, wa- I think with Jason will overcome his... Um, I think what Jason is going through is he just unloaded a lot with Claire. And he, that he connected with her on that level. Mm-hmm. And I think he needs to kind of um I, I guess like un undo that, like yeah. separate his, you know, him being able to open up and his feelings for Claire. Because I no, don't know sense. if his feelings for Claire were that deep. I think it's just what they talked about. And like they, you know, that can that's what connected them. I think once he can do that, I think that him and Tasha can have a good relationship. Yes, me too. And I just think I think that Bennett 
Spanish is fun and he's smart and he's got quirks. And Tasha's already shown that she likes quirks. Yes. So, um, hmm, there was one guy. I don't remember his name. Um, okay, so oh. while, you, while you figure that out, I'll go through my list. My okay. want list is Bennett, Easy, and then uh, oh, uh, Kenny. That's my want list. Okay. The list that I think will be there is Bennett... Chasen and Riley. Ooh. Okay, you know what? Chasen, I think I think that might be a thing. Um uh, I don't know. Actually. I'm, Chasen's a good guy, but there's was is one of the Zacks uh one of the Zacks is, is that, left. Zach and Jay are the twins. Okay. Um, my my theory think... on both Riley and with Ben, my my theory on Riley and uh, Chasen are my same theory on Bennett. Too much screen time for someone who doesn't play a role in the next hard part of the series. Next I part can of the see season. that. Yeah, because I we've can learned see that. a lot. Of, we've we see Riley a lot, mm-hmm. and Riley has had no connection or meaningful conversation with Claire. Oh my gosh, I don't remember the other guy's name. Wait, what's is it Zaxi? Yeah, Zaxi. Okay, because I think he I had a thought today where I was like I can see him I can see him making a connection with uh with uh Tasha. Yeah. He seems very steady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's very steady. So, I think I would add him to my predictions list. I'll go Bennett, Zaxi, and Jason. Jason. I want Bennett, Jason, and hmm. I keep easy. I do like easy. I do like easy. But I think oh, I don't remember his name. There was one guy who said, um, I think that she like he's he was saying something like, um, this could be like my wife or something. I don't know who it was. Uh I don't remember his name now though. Um, all right, hold on. But I remember me, thinking I have maybe that's I thing. have pictures of all the guys, so let me pull that up. Okay, that's what I'm looking. I'm looking for the. I'm trying to find the the cast. Okay, so is there anyone on this this page? No. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Let me scan through because I think. So Kenny's left. Uh, Riley. Oh, um, Ivan? Is that his name? Ivan, yes. Yeah, Ivan. The uh, he, aeronautical engineer? Mm-hmm. I was like, Ivan might be, because he got, he got like some time to say what he was thinking. And I was like, I feel like they're planting this into my brain. But I was like, Ivan's cute, though. And he's smart because he's an aer- aeronautical engineer. Mm-hmm. So I could see that being a thing. I could see... Yeah, I don't know if I put him on my want or my prediction because I could swap him. I think my want and my prediction list look the same except for spot three. So I could say Zach C or Ivan. I think those two could switch out. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what I'm going to say. But my want list is Bennett and Jason. I hope those are the last two standing. But then that third spot, yeah, it could swap out. Yes. 
All right, Ernie. It's been a pleasure. As always. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. And follow us on TikTok at Right, right underscore Reasons underscore Pod. So TikTok, man. Those will all uh, hopefully... I, sh- I get off work at like 7.30 tomorrow, so hopefully I'll be able to live tweet the second half of the episode. So Ooh, you okay. should, everyone should be following that to keep yes. updated. Yes. All right, Marty, it's been a and pleasure. Yes, as always, Brendan, for sure. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right, bye, guys.